And now, it's the Whips and Giggles Podcast with hosts Lonnie and Jake. Ooh, baby. <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome to episode four of Whips and Giggles. I'm Lonnie. I'm Jake. And today, we have some very special guests. We've got the Sex Pistols in. Woo! <laughs> so, hey, guys. Hi. You want to introduce yourselves for the pod? So, I'm Nancy. I'm Sid. That was backwards. Yeah. Said Nancy. <laughs> I was going to say someone's got to decipher that, and like I've done it a few times, like in my head, because I, I didn't actually know whether to call you Sid and Nancy or the Sex Pistols. Yeah. yeah like, in, in unison, it's always the Sex Pistols, right? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Social media just tells us that, right? Yeah. But, yeah, but it feels yeah. strange when it's Nancy and Sid. Yeah, it's, it's like Ant and Deck, the wrong way around. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I guess we'll explain a little bit about how we know you guys. So not very well. We're going to say that right at the yeah. start. So this is going to be in a good way because <laughs> it means that we can ask you loads of questions and find out a lot about you. And so can the rest of the audience at the same time. Get to know us. Um, but the last time, I think the first time I've actually physically met you was two weekends ago. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Pure Obscenity, which is your yeah. event at Townhouse. Um, I was doing a, a scene with a very good friend of ours. We won't say his name. Um, doing a needle scene and you guys were super helpful and dead nice. So that's, yeah, that's the first time I met you. Um, and you've not met them yet? No, this is my first time meeting you. Obviously, the only the only way that I've like known of you is you run everything at fucking townhouse. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I think the one event that I've been to, you weren't there. And that was, was it Fetish? Fetish. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because yeah, yeah. uh-huh. I, I, like, I took, uh, I've said this on the podcast before, I took a break away from Kink for a few mm-hmm. years. Yeah. And then when I met Lan, I come back. Yeah. And I'd, I'd never really been to events that were, like, sort of open and stuff like that. I've been to private stuff. Um, and I'd only been to sort of like small playgroups and whatnot. And then I went to a few public-ish events at certain clubs in Manchester that I can't name because I might get in trouble. <laughs> um, but they, they started putting on kink events. And then past that point, yeah, came back and then went to Fetish and had the whole townhouse experience. I love townhouse as a venue, by the yeah. way. It's sick. <laughs> yeah. Like, so I mo- most of my events I've been to have been at townhouse, but yeah. not ones that have been run by you guys. So... How did you get into working there, right? That's a we good place to start. got onto the scene, like, 2018. Yeah, maybe a little bit before then. Um, and after we'd been going for about 12 months, we just decided to ask about maybe hosting there. And it kind of snowballed from there. Yeah. yeah. We started with one event that was a crossover called Redemption. And that kind of, like, lockdown kind of put a stop to that. Um, mm. And then when we come back after lockdown, kind of just got bigger and bigger, Yeah, it just it? escalated mm. then. We, we rebranded and we put like some proper effort into it yeah so um how many events do you run at the moment so we have three of our own events there's yeah. like 20 overall throughout the year that's um, mental, that is man. a lot that's fucking yeah. mental so like some that aren't as frequent like they aren't every month or something so, so we, we have at least one monthly yeah. so we have then, two one month one the month after right throughout the year yeah mm-hmm. and then i assume because of how much you do at townhouse you get asked to help out on like some of the other stuff and whatnot well yeah. my full-time job is working for townhouse as well oh shit right so okay I'm i didn't know that event coordinator for townhouse ah. so the ones that aren't our events that's still either me or so we can't um, all help each other out anyway so yeah yeah that's about that and we'll that, help them you know it is a big team we've got quite a lot of hosts so we have private hosts and then we have like house events so that's my job as well. And um, like as Lam was saying there, like when you first got started in the scene, did you meet in the scene? No. 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 We've, We've known been... each other for forever. Yeah. So we were friends for a long, long time before we were together. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it kind of just happened. Um, and within a couple of months, we were swinging. 
start with. <laughs> so that was one of my questions. How did you get into swing gear and how did you approach <clears throat> that conversation? I think maybe I brought it up. I dropped like a breadcrumb and then kind of just... But I'd been in a marriage that was completely so vanilla. Right. Yeah, Even the yeah. vanillas are find it boring. And then after that, after 10 years of just being bored... Mm-hmm. I was like, why not? Oh yeah, you were like, fuck it, why not? Yeah, yeah. I completely get that. Yeah. Jesus Christ! So, what was it? What was the appeal for you there? Then, that like, obviously, you used to have been friends. You had that friendship, so you knew that that connection was there. Like, and I'm, yeah. I'm no fucking marriage counselor by any fucking yeah. stretch. <laughs> but like, if you're gonna do something like swinging, you've got yeah. to have a lot of fucking trust in the other person. That's right? it. I think because we were so good at communicating as being friends beforehand, mm. it wasn't like a new relationship where I think we've always been pretty open of me. So yeah, it's kind of like an easy conversation. So I'll try it. If you don't like it, you don't like well, we it. We never if you thought do. before mm-hmm. we go a couple of times, maybe that that'd be it, just to try it. Yeah, yeah. Um, but we never left. Yeah. So was your first experience going to a swingers club? Yeah, yeah. And tell yeah. us about that. It was, it was scary because obviously we, we only live like a mile away. Um, mm-hmm. And when you first go, you think you're going to bump into everyone. Yeah, like, yeah. family or your neighbours. Yeah. 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 Bumping into your doctor, like, oh, yeah. well, you've seen my dick twice now. <laughs> <laughs> but it was okay. Yeah. Yeah, it was scary. I think the first time we went, we sat in the car, didn't we, for like an hour? Yeah. Well, I, I, don't, I can't remember if we went in or we just went home. No, we did. We sat outside, argued, you get out the car. No, you get out the car. In the end. <laughs> oh, that's kind of sweet. I like that. <laughs> yeah. that like, really nice. to have a really... In the end, I got out the car, walked over, I was like, we're going, let's go. We used to have like a really terrible scene name to start with because we just. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> go on. We, we, we joined, like, I think we first joined Fab Swingers. Yeah. Um, Shout out Fab Swingers. Please sponsor us. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. And, and we kind Fab. of um, just. Obviously, we didn't think we were going to stay around long, so we just come up with this name. Can you stop saying wait because it was you? Well, me. So when <laughs> what you was the name? Come it never on. used to be ticket sense. When you used to go in, you had to give in your name. And like, yeah. I used to argue who was going to do it. Um, I'm not going to say what it was because it was awful. <laughs> oh, come on. You can't like just say name. that and then not say it. Can you give us a clue to what it was? <laughs> it was always Horny 69. That oh, is just, that funny. is, that is it, it was awful. Amazing. Like, people still take the piss out of us now. And, like, I think you've, well, you've improved a little bit. I think the rebrand was needed, yeah. Is that the official email address for the Sex Pistols and if you need to get in contact yeah. with us? Well, she she always... was Miss Horny, I was Mr Horny. Like, oh. Remember, we signed up to Skype to start with. And her sister, her sister messaged us and said, why, why, is, why are you on Skype as Mrs Horny? <gasps> no, oh, okay. so they saw it. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, so, God, that's, that's a tough funny. sell, to be fair. There's no way you swung in that one the other way. No. Do you know what yeah. I mean? I can't it, even remember what I said, but... Is there any other situations where that like this side of your life has crossed over in a bad way like that? Well, um, we're we're quite open anyway. We're okay. completely open. All our family and friends and everyone now say friends. All of our friends are. We we got outed anyway. like years ago on Facebook, and since oh, then fuck, really? we kind of just thought you can either just stop doing what we do or just embrace it and carry on. Yeah, so I think it was the best thing to happen to us, to be honest. Yeah, because, because of, obviously yeah. with it, with you it being your main job and like the way that he's like the the sort of position that you hold as well, especially in the small like Liverpool's a smallish place anyway, yeah. but the north in general just for kink and swinging. Like as you say, the events are quite few and far between. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then when you when you've got to that point where you are running multiple events and stuff like that, it's bound to happen at some point. It's just yeah. how you go about yeah. handling it, really, isn't it? It was just yeah. at the time like I reacted really badly initially because. People were texting me saying it's all over Facebook and literally our pictures, everything. Who uh, did it? Did, did they know them? Yeah, just someone we knew. Like when they actually like trying to hurt you. Yeah, like, yeah. You think, yeah. Oh, it, it was a yeah, very yeah. spiteful. Wow. But it kind of quickly stopped when we decided just to carry on as normal. It quickly stopped. We got bored and stopped. And mm. I think if we did just give up there and then the other one, so we just carried on. Yeah. Yeah, you um, I think that was the right thing to do. Was I that after your of... first experience? Sorry to interrupt. Yeah. yeah. This was probably like. 
Were you like heavily, oh, heavily involved at that point? Yeah. 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 I think a lot of vanilla people who didn't already know saw Silent Hill hmm. and then yeah. slid in the DMs and stuff. So I think a lot more people know than we actually than we know because I think they just don't mention it. Yeah. Yeah. You know, just, yeah. Well, that's. But, why would you? You don't yeah. need to. But then. I'm going to do wonders here for my ADHD because I want to bring it back. So your first experience, right? He's had the panic attack in the car, yeah. right? <laughs> and then you go in. Which event was it? Can you say? Or I think it was house party. House like party. A swinging that, that rings a bell. That I don't think it was the house it, it party. Was house I think pa- it was Box and Babes. No, it was the house party. Um, it's been going for years. At uh, townhouse. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. And straight away, you go in. We went in. Uh, and did you myself. go in hard or did you like, like we just well, went not hard, everything gets warmed up. Do you know we, what I mean? We but just like, sat in the corner. Sat in the corner. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we were like the wallflowers. We played, didn't we? We played just on our own. Yeah. Got a round of applause at the end of it. So obviously we're doing something. Oh, wow. That's a start. Jeez. And then as soon as we realised everyone was watching, got a little round of applause and then we liked it. Time to go. That's a way to dive in, though. Yeah. I don't think, think I've sure. ever been given a round of applause on an event. I'm not going to lie. No. I'm quite we're jealous. Not doing of that. Some, we're not doing it. Right? You yeah, need yeah, to come to our parties and try harder. <laughs> <laughs> you should try harder. You should have seen the state of me the last time. Like, I was dripping. fucking was dripping. dripping um, so, your first event, it goes all right. Right, how long? But usually with this, I've heard this before because I've took a few friends, like Nilla friends, to events and stuff like that. And I've I've advised, you know, go with your partner and whatever. And then they go for that one time or they do something a bit, whatever. And then they just fuck it off. Like they're dead mm. scared for the rest of it. Did you immediately go back into it? I think we had we had a few meets outside of the club yeah. as well, didn't we? And they didn't really go to plan. Kind of. They, they were horrific. It was just, just like shitty threesomes. And, yeah, but it was just... A, like awkward, like when you're finished and you just want to say what you want them to go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right, right. So at least in the club, you know, if you don't know them, you can you can can't just go. Yeah, way, yeah. Can't you? Yeah. There was so one person who left us halfway through. Yeah. Because he was done. I felt sour situation. So he liked it. He, he was done, so he was like, "Bye." And we just oh my carried God, on. That's like, real rude. I bet you had to pay the toll. On I the think way he was more embarrassed than anything. To <laughs> Where did you meet these people? Was it like fab online? On yeah. fab. Yeah. You can't yeah. don't do that anymore. Never. No. Oh, really? So it's all just through the club now yeah. when you see yeah. people in person. We were there like two, three times a week anyway, so why would you go also? Yeah. We have yeah. family at home, so like home is just home, you yeah, know? Yeah. 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 Our little sacred space. But... So outside of that first event, it all goes well. And then you, you obviously sort of like delve into the life and whatnot. And then do you ever start to get involved in kink or was it just exclusively swinging at that point or was you doing your own pri- like private play stuff? I think. Originally, it was just swinging to start with, and then yeah, yeah. we kind of done kink between ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I think it was more seeing things in the club, wasn't it? That made kind of us just watch to start with a lot more. Oh, of course, yeah, yeah, yeah that was the same. Mm-hmm. Rather just watch to start with to learn a bit, and then kind of just practice behind closed doors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, what kind of kinks are you into then? Because I've not really seen much of like you guys in in that way. For me, I like a lot of electrics. Um, oh, okay. I switch, so it depends okay. entirely on the mood. Bit of a sadist. I love just torturing people. <laughs> love nipple torture. Love um, like CBT, electrics, and then we like breath play and stuff between us. We do do stuff together, but a lot of the time lately we've been doing stuff like together with someone else. Yeah, like, we'll yeah. double top other people. Yeah, yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. so fun though, isn't it? Yeah. Like especially when you've got the right person who's on your wavelength and stuff like that, and like yeah. you know that it's gonna go that way, like. That's like that. It's a fucking ideal, that, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Like you love a lot more impact and stuff, don't you? Yeah. 
So I'm still learning and still like there's a lot of things we still want to learn. You know, but but that busy, you can't always fit it in. So yeah. Um, and when you run in the event, you can't exactly like take part in whatever's like. Well, mo- most of our events, we usually do a scene as well. Sometimes so, it can be CNC or Impact or. Mm. We try and at least join in with one scene. Yeah. I think the one where you seen was the only one that we haven't, isn't it? Yeah. And it was nice to be honest. So just. I had like front row seats watching you. I was, just, <laughs> I was right there, like everyone shut up because I want to listen and watch. <laughs> yeah, she was stood right next to me. And then when we finished, we pulled, so it was a needle scene. Yeah. Um, and when we pulled all the needles out, I was stood up just because I was sick of lying on this bench. I was at a weird angle and my back was killing. Stood up, took all the needles out and just started pissing blood all down me. And I was instantly like, you're going to be good. Yeah, I was a, watch like, this. I'm mega into blood. Like, it's one of my main things. Like, And then I turned around because I thought no one's going to want to see this and you're just stood there watching. And I'm yeah. like, I think she likes it. <laughs> <laughs> it's usually me bleeding, so to say. She did say, say yeah. she's a sadist. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But to be fair, it, it sort of piqued my interest a bit more in needles as well. It's something mm. that we've only dabbled in a little bit. We've done the School of Kink with needles um, about six months ago. It's my first time doing it. And I had to, I had to run out after half an hour. Cause I, did you get a bit yeah, waver? But I did have a bug. Like the next couple of days, she takes the piss. <laughs> <laughs> For the next couple of days, sick. I wasn't well, so I'm assuming that's what it was. I'm hoping. So, so uh, FYI, <clears throat> she can put a knife to me, like cut me, whatever, right? But like, I'm still the guy. Obviously, I've got tattoos and stuff like that. If I go into my doctor's, I have to be laid down. Otherwise, I'll pass the fuck out yeah. if they put a needle in me. I do like... But... A, Top surfing needles, like, I've, I'm happy to watch it, whatever. As the second that's anywhere near me, and I know blood's going to come out of me. It, I sound like a little bitch when I'm saying yeah, it, but, I, like it, genuinely, but like, uh, admitting it is like, the, it's it's my caveat. Because if I black out at an event because she wants me to fucking stab her, is it, <laughs> it, do you know what I mean? It's on you. You can ring fucking yeah. NHS. Do you know what I mean? It's nothing on me. I don't think we have a word for that reason. <laughs> would also, we? can you imagine trying to explain that? Just wave um, a Mars bar at you, you'll be fine. Yeah, yeah, we, yeah, yeah. yeah no, we'll be fine. <laughs> it's pretty common response that though. So straight after that scene, we were up in the changing rooms and somebody was speaking to the guy that I seemed with um, and was saying exactly that. Like, I can't, I, he couldn't stay in the room. He stayed yeah. in for about a minute and then he was like, no, I know this ain't going to go well. I'm going to pass out. Who... I need to walk out. Yeah. yeah. I didn't know the person, but I was, was. like. But we're, we're definitely going to try again, aren't we? Because. Yeah. So we actually messaged, you know, the person you didn't seen with. And yeah we're going to meet up and try and do a little oh, bit. Oh, man. He's like the best person for Perfect. it as well. Yeah. Big shout out. It's so hard not to say his name, yeah. but yeah, I know I love him. I knew him. He was the first person. Was he the first person? No, actually, Bilbo was the first person that did needles with. Yeah. But um, I'm going to call him D. Um, was the first person to do proper scenes with. Yeah. Um, and now, yeah, every now and again, we get together and do something quite big. Yeah. And yeah, he's a perfect person to like really like learn from. I love he loves teaching it as well. It. So creative. We've, we've, like, one of my like main things when I first got into the scene, I did photographer. So I was taking pictures of shitloads of different scenes and stuff like that and working with a lot of different like dominatrixes and stuff with the stuff that they were doing with private clients. And like when I first got into kink, I noticed that like I was leaning more towards like the creative end of it. Mm-hmm. So like making a scene and really dressing a scene. Yeah. Like I did this cutting scene in a shower where I wrapped a girl in a in a you've seen the from when I thought yeah. so it was like it was just, it was meant to be shot like almost like a horror film but like super sexy like overtly sexy so when it comes to stuff like when I see D mm-hmm. doing stuff like the way that he does uh, with needles and stuff like that even it's... like the the stuff that he like has done like his big pieces and stuff like that yeah it's super like intricate and stuff like that. I lo- I fucking love it it is an art form for him and that's why I like doing needles as well so yeah. I like why watching it just so as well. much as 
I was doing it myself. Yeah. yeah. See, I don't like that, and it's because I'd rather be doing it. Yeah. But that's the same for anything in life. A lot of FOMO. I, yeah, in everything, <laughs> like I can't watch. I just get bored. It's bad that in it, but no, not for me. Definitely rather be. See, I'm quite happy just sat with me bottle of water watching everyone walk up tea. Aww. I just love it. <laughs> I think cool. there's quite a big. He's got one planned on Sunday. I've branded, I think. Oh right, which okay. Is meant to be interesting. Oh shit, really? Yeah. One thing that I did watch that I want to do, I want to do a lot more. I've done, I've done branding in the past, but it was with a thing. Uh, I watched. No, the event branded. No, I've watched, but yeah, I know, I know, yeah. that, I know okay. what they're about. I'm like, <laughs> fucking, I'm not, I'm not stupid. <laughs> I, 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 one thing that I love watching though is someone who's good at branding, and I watched mm. the person who owns Townhouse. Yeah, Lazy C. Right, okay, yo, so yeah. <laughs> If we're That's allowed to say name, names, yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, um, but you can say her name, it's fine. I know she's done like a lot of uh, stuff with branding and stuff like that, and she did a little small piece on our friend. She's branded me twice. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? And was it yeah. with the... Uh, the the micro-branding. Yeah. yeah. So I, I got this tattoo oh, yeah, I've got here. She branded that. You oh, shit. And then I got a tattooed over and then it faded. Um, and that hurts a lot on my neck. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not your neck, Especially when the collar's rubbing on it, you know. Oh, wow. I got a big Sex Pistols anarchy on my leg. Oh, that's cool. And a mandala on the other leg. And is, have they stayed? Like, yeah. You? Interesting. So, so she she gave like the little seminar that she gave on it. She said it was something about the healing process, where it's like if you if you pick it a certain way or something yeah. like that, it scars properly. Is that correct? Yeah. 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 See, you pick, so you don't want it to heal quick and fast, you know. Yeah, yeah you want, you it, want to, it to heal nasty. So it really. actually scars properly. And did yeah. you do that with yours so to the point where it stays? Well, well, one of them. It's about four years old, and you can still see it. It just depends on the light. Yeah. yeah. So, you know, very faint scar. Yeah. But yeah. the other one's quite recent, maybe less than 12 months. Yeah. Um, so that one's still quite red, so yeah. you can see that one quite obvious. Because the only thing I've done was a cattle branding situation, so that was like blowtorch on metal, and yeah. that was like Way pressed. More rusty. I I've not spoke to the girl in a very long time, but I, that was the centre of a chest. I imagine mm -hmm. it's still there. It's not something I'd ever do again. It really? Was it really tough? Because it, I think because it was on my neck. So many, like, I didn't like the smell because the smell was going right up my oh, nose. Fuck yeah, yeah like it bacon. smells like bacon. And oh, really? It was just yeah. like a flesh wound on my neck for about six months. Oh, and people yeah. kept asking me, what, what's that? What's that? Yeah. Yeah, so and we, anyone and like outside of this spot, world is like, say, that's weird. What's going on yeah. there? Yeah, yeah. You're lucky that you've got tattoos though, so you can kind of pass it off as being like, oh, I just got a branding done. Yeah. And they're, like, they're not going to like... Yeah correlate the two things you know what I mean whereas like if I was to fucking brand your tits and your mates were like what if someone burnt you <laughs> I've got cut scars on my tits from, yeah, from, where from I've that cut, yeah. and they're like they've just not healed very well at all and they're obvious so I have to be careful what I wear sometimes <laughs> we've got a really really good question here that I'm burnt, like it's like burning for me to ask because obviously you're quite experienced swingers and you've been doing it for a fair amount of time and obviously mm -hmm. you, you run events one of the questions that we've got here is how do you keep safe in the swinging scene now you will have a very different perspective on this than probably what we have but I'd like to hear what you have got to say about mm. that if that's okay be responsible mm -hmm. um obviously as we go weekly we get tested every three months yeah um that's mega important and obviously only ever play safe but i think as much as consent is talked about in kink and stuff all the time it's so much bigger than swinging i would say oh for sure everything is always consent is sexy all the time and that's i think the only difference between the two is obviously if you go to a kink event people don't really drink yeah, no can drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, you can drink, but yeah, like, I don't know about other clubs. I've never been, but in Townhouse, you can't drink a lot, and and you know you're watched. And if you someone thinks you've had too much, um, you'd be cut off. That's good. Um, obviously, you've always got to be 
able to say no, haven't you? Yeah, for sure. Yeah. 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 That's that really position. good. It's not just that. You don't want to wake up the next day and be like, what the fuck did I do last night? Yeah. And then yeah. accusations or, you know, just because you have a little bit of regret in yourself, you can't accuse yeah. other people because you've had too much to drink. Um, so we do monitor everyone, really. But we do have, like, at events, we have, like, what they call buddies. So be, yeah, this is like, what I was staff members who walk around this. all night, be on all the floors. Um, so if there's ever a problem or anything like that, this is on King Con swinging nights. Yeah. Um, you just it's like a point of contact. So, I think the townhouse is the only place, like all the venues and stuff like that, and all the events that I've been to, where like other than a DM over stuff and whatnot, yeah. Yeah, that's the only place I've ever seen like the buddy system put in place. Yeah, yeah. Mm. and they get such good people like D's one, yeah, right? yeah. So and S, yeah, yeah, <laughs> and let's see, like the DNS. Um, but uh, honestly, I think for like. A a swinging sort of scene as well because obviously I can imagine you get quite a lot of newbies as well yeah, coming to your events yeah. so like, many I, I literally every event has I'd say at least like 25% brand new like, people and I'm not saying that all newbies are going to be problematic but there's going to be an issue I'd there say, sometimes isn't there with like the, the vast majority are always alright yeah you know, obviously you always get the odd one um, and they're, they're always but they're dealt with so fast and we get praised all the time yeah On mm. it's just zero tolerance to anyone who's not sticking to the rules mm. and stuff so we'd have no issue in just booting someone out if they're not so obviously if there is a problem the best standards. thing to do is just come and tell someone because you can't do nothing about course, it because yeah, yeah. Um, if you don't then obviously they're going to get away with it so as soon as someone comes and tells us there's a problem they're dealt with and they're gone um, mm. and they don't come back I feel like I'm going to ask a stupid question but I don't there's Never. no such thing as a stupid question is it compulsory to wear a condom in townhouse if you're going to play obviously we can't physically check that people are mm-hmm but it's but frowned it's, upon not to. It's our unless you're with a unless you're with a partner, like a, a proper partner. Yeah. And um, then it's frowned upon. Um, I don't really know anyone who does it. Obviously, you can't check. Yeah. I think that's my it's, biggest fear. It's the hardest thing to police. In, you know, a room full of everyone that is just kind of free for all. I'd be so worried that I, they, they wouldn't wear one, and I wouldn't know. Yeah. I mean, yeah. especially single guys obviously get the hardest rap out of any guest. Yeah. Mm. But they have to earn the membership at Townhouse. It's not like so obviously like other at clubs. Some events they can just book a ticket and come along. Yeah, yeah. Um, but to become a member, they've got to show that they're, they're worthy of a mem- mm-hmm. membership. So other clubs will let you just pay X amount. You know, so you've got to come along for a certain amount of time. Um, mm. Just be respectful. Get chatting yeah, to people. Yeah. Get, get to know everyone, and then you need you know, a couple of like staff members or buddies to vouch for you. Right. To say okay. yeah, you know, it makes sense. That's yeah, really good. And, cool, it, yeah. and mm. obviously. Like the, the 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 difference there as well between like a single girl coming and a single guy coming. Yeah, it does. There is like I I I think there's like innately this thing around single guys where like they do kind of get a bad rap in yeah. the sense of whatever. But if they come long enough and they show that they're like respectful and that they're there to actually you know have a good time and make yeah. sure that everyone's looked after and consent is completely on their like forefront. Yeah, I think like that's good for you guys in mm-hmm. that respect that that gets policed as yeah. well as it does, and I think. Uh, obviously, if they're playing with single girls as well, like the pickup play type, we call yeah. it pickup play. I don't know what the swinging term for it is, but like if it goes down that route where they meet someone, they have a drink with them, and then it goes that way, and then that person says, "I had a great experience with that guy." Da, 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 da. Yeah. It, it, that's like a vouching, isn't it? Yeah. So it, it opens mm. that door up. I think that's like the healthiest way in my eyes that it goes. And I know that Townhouse has put all the sort of like st- bells and whistles in to make sure that it is like really looked after. So, yeah. so with the ticketing system we've got, you kind of for each event is members tickets for single guys and non-members so you know, you know mm-hmm. how many non-member single guys are coming you and know, you so, allow a lot less of them yeah yeah yeah, yeah. so yeah. there's always more members and you know that they're gonna 
behave themselves. So you, you've got to just a few then to keep your eye on. And they'll um, keep the others in check as well, I imagine, yeah. in some way. Yeah. They? yeah, we don't let guys come together. So, so no two guys, no two guys are not allowed that. to come together. No. So, so if you turn up and they're together, then they do try it on sometimes. Yeah. It just has to go. What, so, pretending to be like gay? No, no, So sometimes you'll, you'll see them on the camera walking across the car park together. Or they get out the same door and then we'll say, you know, have you come together? And we had two last week who said they didn't know each other. But on the tickets, they live next door. Oh, they were telling me. They live in the same block of flats, and they told me they didn't know each other. And they were in the same car. And what what is that to just stop like the like lad mentality of like? Yeah, because they just go around like a pack. Yeah. So I can hear stories of other clubs where the guys are following people around, and that's just, yeah. not, just not allowed. So yeah. the first club that I worked at as a photographer, it's based in Manchester, sort of like on the fringes of Manchester, though, in a in a bit of a rougher area. Yeah. Um, and they had a policy around um, the way that it's sort of similar, but it was it was like um, if a married man turned up and he had like a partner's membership he couldn't come in on his own for yeah. example something like that but if a single guy turned up and he wasn't in the correct dress code and he wasn't vouched for or yeah. had they had like a like a signing system so someone had to in advance message the club and say this person's coming and if they're a member of the club they could get in or whatever yeah. right but there was an event uh, it's when they started doing kink events at said club and they they fucked that policy off. Yeah. Um, and what happened was there was three guys in there from a, p- a pretty rough part of Manchester, yeah. and there was a spiking incident. And I remember I was taking pictures, and there was it was like uh, there was there was a whole scene going on, like a full RGC, and everyone's yeah. fucking loving life or whatever. And then out of nowhere, one of the bouncers comes over and tells me um, that like they're gonna have to shift a lot of people out because someone's been spiked in one of the rooms. And I had that whole incident there where I was like, I was like, I was so used to it being like because my my first experiences of it, there was no issues. It was I've never seen consent. As as well as it was and all that type of stuff and then out of nowhere something like that boom and then I was like what the fuck like I, it, and it, it was kind of like who in the room has done this yeah. do you know what I mean did they find out um, so straight away yeah the, obviously yeah. It, the, it was really well camered up um, they spotted the situation at the bar it was supposed to be a situation where two guys were topping a girl and then this girl and her partner spiked a girl and then these other guys got involved Oh my god! So th- th- it was like the, the, so th- that might have been the situation what you were saying there, where they knew each other outside of that space, yeah. but then obviously they've come in and done that, and it was Scary. it was fucking horrible. It was like mm. she, like she was fine, thankfully, and nothing. She didn't actually get to the point where something had happened, yeah. but like she literally like she collapsed in one of the rooms, yeah. and obviously like when when it's all like hot and heavy and you don't know what the fuck's going on and whatever, so it's scary. lucky that like mm, the, they, they had a really good bouncer there who'd like been in the scene himself for years mm. and shit like that. He clocked it really early and sorted it out. But yeah, like the horror story from that, it, like the way that Townhouse does it, I think I couldn't commend a venue better for yeah. the policies that they've yeah. got. Mm. Um, safety's always got to come first. Oh, for um, sure, for sure. I think it proves how well run it is by the fact that we don't need security, we don't need bouncers, mm-hmm. you know, we don't have cameras around the club. We have a couple of cameras, you know, obviously. In safety areas. In safety like, areas. You know, the wet tub and things. But Yeah. Do you have the camera at the wet area so that people don't piss in it? Well, there's no sexual contact in the, yeah. in the hot tub. Oh, right. No, I, I, thought, thought, I thought you were just trying to catch people just like, like pissing in the no, water. hot I mean, tub. like, little fucker. Some, some clubs like you like play in the pool and play in the tub and it's stuff. It's absolutely gross. So that, that so, one that I worked at, I've told Lan this, um, the, the second time I was working there, um, it's, the, the owner was like a big swinger. He'd been a swinger for years. He got heavily involved in the kink scene and private events, stuff like that. And he allowed a full wet scene to happen in the hot tub. And um, I was shooting most of it, and I just gradually watched the water 
uh, over the course oh. of the night. <laughs> but then, no, 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 because no, no, no. he's it. I feel like he'll appreciate this. Um, there was a guy, like a service skimp guy, yeah. who come in at the middle of the night and no. he was dominating. Yeah. No. <laughs> I don't know what you're gonna say. Um, so he had like a little dog collar on and stuff. He had his ears on and whatnot. And then um, she's gone, um, uh, Jake, do you mind shooting this? And then I, I, I was like. He's, he's full blown taking pints of it. Oh my god! And down the hatch, and you know what? Without even like, without no hesitation, no phase. Like he was, he was so happy. About it. And then she pats him on the head, and then sits him in the tub, <laughs> and then like uh, every so often she'd come back, she'd drown him a little bit in it, and then get back out. And I was like, I was genuine. I was, I was so, I was like, fucking nineteen at this point. So I've not even really started fully playing myself. Do you know what I mean? I just, I just into this stuff and shooting it. And I saw this and I was like, I'm reconsidering my options here now. Do you know what I mean? Like, erotic photographer to watching a guy get drowned in piss is like... So it's fucking, not what you thought you signed up for, was leap. it? Do you know what I mean? He wanted to be a pop. Yeah! <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do that to me. So, um, funny. <laughs> obviously, we spoke a lot about uh, the swinging side of things there. We spoke a lot about the, the sort of... Uh, townhouse-esque side of things. Yeah. Um, you briefly spoke about how you got into kink, and it was private play between you two. Yeah. Um, and then, how did you start introducing that to other people? As much as we like swinging on kink, we're, we're kinky shaggers. We love mixing both. Yeah. That's such a good description. Kinky shaggers. We need to steal that. Sorry. <laughs> that, um... Top shaggers is one of our things. We know a few top shaggers, but kinky shaggers is like. Good. Yeah. So we found at at the time that we. We're planning our first party. There wasn't really anything that was mixing the both because you know, kinksters are quite. Oh, they're all so a bit yeah, elite. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, no, you can just speak freely here, by the way. You know, they don't want to say any of that um, dirty stuff that should be behind closed doors. <laughs> but we want to see it all, so we thought let, let's just do. Sort it it of felt that. like we didn't have a place for us, didn't we? Like, and then you know we brought this obscenity especially along, and yeah, you know, it's what we're about isn't it yeah because if we do loads of kink between us I just end up horny and I want get I want to get riled at the end oh, of it oh sure uh, yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. you don't want to think oh we've just finished this now we need to run off somewhere and hide mm-hmm. yeah the last thing you want like uh, this is our issue Kills do, yeah, do, you, do you want to take the lead on this because I think I will say it as a, I will say it a little, a little bit more brutally yeah well, as you do with everything <laughs> yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah no I mean in most places where it, it well kink <clears> events <throat> specifically that we go to even if sex is allowed because obviously I know it isn't uh, RD at townhouse yeah. you still find that because of the type of people that are there that even if you were allowed to do it and you wanted to do mm-hmm. it you'd be in a room where you just wouldn't really be comfortable doing it yeah. Yeah. and it's it's a problem for It'd us be isn't unwelcome. it so maybe we need to come to more of your events maybe that's what it yeah. is but uh, yeah like experience recently has just been like oh like we, we feel like we're on show the comparison of and I'm not going to do that when I first started bullshit but like when I first started you're going to do it, it though yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> no like when I first started going to events it was kink events where sex open sex was promoted yeah and it was frowned upon if you, if somebody wasn't do you know what i mean yeah. and the comparison that the way that i believe like the public scene's gone now it's become like a weird elitist kind of like showy like oh look at my fucking what i can slap your ass with but i'm not gonna <laughs> fuck you like bullshit mm, yeah. and the, I, I, as i said i did say i'll say it more brutally <laughs> every event that we've been to 
I've found that in most cases, and I'll say like 85% of the time here, we're the people that are fucking... It takes the fun out of it. Mm-hmm. It's de-stimulating. I, I'm getting there. And yeah, oh, it's really cool that you fucking, you're doing that, but are you going to fuck her after you've done that? And mm-hmm. oh, look, they're doing that, but are they going to fuck after that? And there's no, there's none of that. There's it, And it for me, it strangles what is supposed to be hot and sexy. And yeah. kinkers, unfortunately, in the public capacity, in my eyes, in the UK specifically has gone that route. The only event we've been to was in the Midlands where I've actually seen full open open sex. Yeah, yeah. So we like we find at the moment there's so many kinky shaggers. Like Right. Like so we, you think there's a resurgence? We're just not in the right Absolutely, place, clearly. yeah. Even at like just the swinger events, people are bringing floggers, people are bringing paddles. Right. They want they want to mix it like, up. I, I think maybe people have changed over lockdown because since we've come back it just seems everyone was be, locked in the bedroom. What yeah. else are you gonna do? <laughs> but just since everyone's come back, it just seems to be totally different. It's a lot more open, yeah. I think. But yeah. I do still think there's a kind of a divide between kinksters and swingers. Yeah. And I think a lot of it is down to kinksters think that there's no consent on the swinging side, and and there right. is. that definitely is because that's that you said something yeah. about that before. Like it's even more so in swinging, and that actually surprises me because I've come more from the king side. I think it is different because on the swinging side, you, you're having sex, and you can you know we could have. I'd be comfortable having two or three drinks and having sex. Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't want to have two or three drinks and then beat someone with a... Well, that, so it is different, but, it, but yeah. still the consent is high on both sides, isn't it, you know? Yeah, I th- I, and there's, but there's also this, like... I think what I, I think that it is, is like there's like an old mentality as well and like an elitist mentality on the kink side of things. So I do kink and drink quite often, but yeah. it's literally in the case, I'll have one or two drinks and then... I don't know, we've got a scene that's going to be like CNC or, you know, restraints or something like that and we're going to fuck while that's going on. And that's me just loosening up a little bit so I can go and have some fun. Yeah. yeah. But, but you're doing that with somebody that knows what's going on. You exactly. You know my limits, I know yours kind of thing. Yeah. You don't play with people that you don't know when exactly. you're Exactly, you're not that. picking a stranger up, taking them up to, yeah. Yeah. you know, a bench yeah, yeah, yeah. and beating yeah. the shit out of them. Of course. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and in previous to that when I was involved more in the scene and stuff like that I didn't drink because obviously I was playing with someone that I'd only played with a few times or whatever Mm. but the elitist mentality that I've noticed within the kink scene is that like people at said events that would see me doing that would be like frowning upon it oh yeah yeah heavily frowning upon it we have prior to our events in the lead up we have like a, a chat group where only people who are confirmed with tickets and stuff so you know it's a safe space mm. um, they join the group and it works amazingly for the majority of events but the say obscenity where it's both sides of the mm-hmm. fence it just was a massive divide and the event goes great and everyone enjoys it but the kick group you can just see that at each other really, really? Yeah. Like you know, somebody would say oh we haven't pre-drinks because you know lots but of people swing, go for pre-drinks go for pre-drinks yeah, yeah go for a drink and have one drink before yeah, you come yeah, yeah. and then you get the kinks they're saying ugh couldn't possibly have a drink and then go to an event you're going to be pissed that's be so afraid. fucking oh, no. better you know don't kink shame but you know you can drink shame or you can fucking just, just general shame, shame each other yeah. 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 yeah that's elitism yeah that's Isn't that's it? exactly what I'm talking really about though cool, was it? So well, that's what I mean about you know not happening you're coming along just to, to swing there's nothing wrong with having one or two drinks and, and yeah. you know, enjoying your night if you start staggering around you, you get cut off so one of my favourite yeah. shaggers that I've ever seen was when we was at Townhouse at the the only event that I've been to, right? And we was watching what was supposed to be a gangbang, but it was a threesome on a bed. <laughs> and, um, oh, here we go. And, uh, and uh, this this lad, uh, like pr- true swinger co- costume, he's got his towel on, and he's got he's got a full uh, turkey smile, and he's tanned, right? And he stood right next to me, and just out of nowhere, he goes, 
Yeah, lad, what do you think of this? <laughs> yeah, it's all right, mate. Yeah. I was literally, I, I, I was you were like, describe the gangbang that was a threesome. It was, it was a fucking threesome. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I, I was like, oh, gangbang, there's going to be like six people here, oh, fucking. And then we get in there and it's just like, kind of looks like a Salvador Dali painting. <laughs> <laughs> do you know what I mean? I was just like, I was like, what the fuck is going on here? This must be a gangbang. My dick's not I moving. I think that's another experience we've had, like, in even, so what, that was a crossover event. Yeah, it was fetish, right? And even then, we were like, "There's just not that many sexy things going on here," and mm-hmm. it really surprises yeah. us. I, I just, yeah, we don't. I don't know if we're going to the wrong ones. So we have, we have obscenity, and Lady Artemis has fetish, mm. and we find they are slightly different, and sli- yeah. the, the groups of people who come are slightly different. Yeah. So I think fetish is it, it's is a fetish event with, with swingers and obscenities are swingers with. Some fascists. So there's more yeah, shaggers at the swingers predominant yeah. events. Yeah. I mean, they're both great events, elements. but they're slightly so different. They're, they're both growing and like the you know. So I went to bag. a fetish before it was taken over. Yeah. Um, by the lady you mentioned then, and it definitely had changed in that time for yeah. sure. So like, yeah, it was going in the right direction, but yeah, I think we now just it's, want it's, it it's a lot better now than it has ever been, isn't it? Um, it's a lot busier. Mm, absolutely, yeah. So you did mention a little bit before around how how you play and you switch and so on, but like we want to know what are your rules around play between each other. Um, I don't even of, think we know. We started off with loads of rules. <laughs> and they've, kind of, That's funny. they've gradually just fell away. Um, so we only used to play together when we first started. We were that couple that was like, you know, stick together. That's us now. That's so us. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that, that we are that couple. Long. It's okay. Yeah. I think when we started, come on when you've got six dicks in your mouth. You're going to have a lot to explain, though. It's going to be a, t- a tough sell. For if he came home and I had six dicks in my mouth, it'd be made on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would get major points for that. <laughs> so when we first started, I think we had every rule going, didn't we? And then now I, I struggle to think of... So That's we, probably a testament to how comfortable you are with each yeah, other, though, yeah. right? Like, I think it's took a long time to get to this point. You know, it's not just something overnight that we've said, but just oh, f- do what you want. For it's sure, kind of just yeah, yeah. gradually felt more comfortable, and then yeah. I mean, our main rules really are that we only play in the club, right? So we don't yeah. do things outside of the club. And I know, you don't bring it home, is that right? Yeah. So we don't. Yeah. Um, we don't meet at home, but we also, you know, if he was out with his mates having a drink. He couldn't just go up to someone at the bar and be like, "Yeah, me and you, let's go," because that's outside of what we do. Yeah, if it was pre-arranged, fair enough, because we talk about it. There's been some situations where we've talked about like me having a hotel meet and sending in pictures and stuff. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but predominantly we just play at the club. Yeah, and would it be a case of like one of you is upstairs, one of you is downstairs? You don't know what the other one's doing, but you completely yeah. So with once that. we're in the club, you know, we're either together or we're separate and. Whatever goes on the night, really. Yeah, yeah. Um, favorite part is obviously coming home and finding out the details. Yeah, but I prefer to. to go along, and and you don't know what's going to happen on the night, so it's you don't know whether we're going to play together or separately. Or yeah, what, what mm. we're we hate do. pre-planning stuff. Okay, that that pressure of oh, there's so and so, and we've said we're going to you know play tonight. I hate that. Do you think that takes sexiness out of it? Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So you like the spontaneity of like when you're at the club, if if it's going that way, like I'll see you in yeah. 15, or in my case, three. 15. <laughs> <laughs> see you at two o'clock, on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like the, the surprise. I enjoy seeing her have fun. So I like her to go off and play and then I'll just come along and... I don't, I Every don't, now and then I'll see him peeping. I don't, I don't yeah. stay and watch him, I just yeah. pop in now and again and have a look. Yeah. 
So I suppose that falls into the next question, which is around jealousy. How do you navigate that? So you are very open, so I imagine it's not as much, but how has that changed and how have I've you dealt with it? I don't really get jealous. Um, I don't think there's ever been really, really an instance of either of us being jealous because we are so open. Mm. We communicate so much. If we come across someone that I didn't want him to play with, it'd just be dead off the table. <clears throat> yeah, it'd yeah, never yeah. be an yeah. issue. Not that that happens very often, but... When you first started, was there any sort of jealousy that was initially there when you had all those rules that you were talking mm. about? Was no, there anything there in that regard? No, because I think when we first started, we only played together and we only... We, I don't think we even kissed other people. I think it was just... I think it was more we would find someone to join us, like an, another guy. Yeah. So kind of like it started off slowly and just kind mm. of built up. So I don't think even when we first started, there was no jealousy, was there, at all really? Not, no. No, I think it's always just been pretty easy, easy going. Yeah. Amazing. And was there a lot of like, I know that all the fucking, the, the the Reddit lot will be all over this. Was there a lot of communication between you two when there was no play going on around like, how are you feeling? Are we up for this? That sort mm. of stuff. Yeah. Yeah. We'd all, always talk afterwards about, you know, even if we found ourselves in an, a situation that we maybe didn't love it afterwards. Like, mm. you know, we've played with a couple of couples in the past, like way back at the beginning. And one of us would feel like you maybe <clears> took <throat> one for the team there. Oh, <laughs> right. And then, you know, we talk afterwards, like, oh, probably shouldn't have done that. Like, mm. being being able to say but, no more. But, but kind of just like you learn from it and move on instead of dwelling on it, don't we? Yeah, there's never been really any big issue. That's amazing. It's well healthy. It's, quite, yeah, it's yeah. well healthy. Yeah. I feel like it's so, rare. Some of the but... issues you do see, I think, are people who just jump straight in and. Oh, fuck yeah. I yeah, see yeah. it all the time. Not, well, not all the time, but. Yeah. You, you see, see people quite often, come along like... and then they're straight in the deep end and then, like, one of the, one of them isn't very happy and they don't, they don't come back or. It's usually you know, not knowing each other's boundaries or. Well, you see them storm out or something. Sticking yeah. within those just, boundaries. If you just take it easy and, and gradually build your way up, there's no rush. The club's not going anywhere. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not going anywhere. <laughs> well, you started off as oh, wallflowers, and now look at you as yeah. like kinky shaggers. Do you know what I mean? That's it. It's, kinky shaggers. It's a fucking. It's a long, a long progression. Do so, you know what I mean? so considering how open you are, then has your relationship changed from when you first started this? How has it affected your relationship? I think now it's just it's such a big part of our life. I never expected to be. Are in you this married, position. by the way? Yeah. 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 Congratulations. Thank you. For whenever it was. <laughs> so we it's got married. Ago, right? We got married in June last year. Oh shit, so I can say that. And it was literally <laughs> just a room full of swingers plus a couple of So we don't we don't have vanilla fans all over the show. Got got like yeah. one or two vanilla friends, it was just all swingers. His stepmom actually said to me at one point. Aren't all your friends so lovely? <laughs> <laughs> well, like, well, like, what are you up to? I was like, yeah. <laughs> you know, you know, in that bit between your wedding and your evening reception, yeah, they all went and had an orgy, so <laughs> didn't invite <laughs> us. Ah, oh, yes. <laughs> yes. Yeah. So, so some that, of the photos. Was that the main event for the wedding? Like, you get the wedding out of the way, and then you're like, fuck it, let's just go for it. Yeah, I think we knew it was going to happen. We warned them not to. But they did anyway. <laughs> they did anyway. That's amazing. What a story. Did you join in? Or were you no, too no. busy? Oh, no. We were asleep. Shame. Asleep. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. There was um, one bridesmaid who's from from the club. She went round and she was just closing all the windows because there was an orgy in one room and my little sister in the next room. <gasps> oh, <laughs> no. my God. Say little sister, you know, she's 24 and 18, so... Okay. Even still, like, still it's don't a bit want to be in it. Yeah, just grunting. close all these windows down. Okay, so what is the weirdest thing you've ever done or seen in the oh. club? 
can I just say before I say it, this has never happened before and it'll probably never happen again. But on the first obscenity, we have a so we're at pure She pure, fucking knows already. At pure play party and pure obscenity, we have a dark room. So for those who don't know, it's like we close one of the rooms off, it's got a curtain across it. So if you yeah. go in, you can't see. So you kind of give it's consent once blackness. you go in. And someone come down, like one of, one of the regulars who's now a buddy come down to me and he said, there's a bit of a whiff. In. Fuck off. So we went, we went up with a bit of air freshener, thinking it was just pe- like loads of sex and it smells a little that bit. smell. So I went in with my air freshener oh, and I had to walk back out. I went downstairs and got a torch and we went back in. And someone had squirted poo. <laughs> All oh. over the floor. It was a woman who was trying really hard to squirt. And she must have been forcing oh, it. Oh, she's blasted the shit out. <laughs> Projectile. But, but there was the guy who was new. It's first time had been fingering her. Oh, and he thought it was squirt. He was covered. He was covered oh. from his chest to his toes. So yeah, we, we had to grab him a towel, take him to the shower. Um... There, there was, was six a... people I had to put in the shower. Oh my they were god! We had to give a couple of free tickets away. Just there was one guy kneeling down in a little pool of it. Oh, it was horrific. How was the woman? Was she okay? We don't know who she was. She, she didn't. She didn't. She didn't hang around. She must have liked it. So at this point, obviously, the I phantom had... shit. Up. <laughs> I had to turn the lights on. Say, I'm so sorry, everyone. In the midst of what you're doing, it sinks in here. I don't know why you're still horny, but get out. <laughs> Kicked How could you carry on in that? Full caveman brain. Jeez. I've said this. I said this on the smell that's coming out of there. I don't know how they carried on. But. <laughs> yeah, they um, that's bad. They either went in the shower. She disappeared because no woman went in the shower. No, she must have just legged it straight yeah. in the car. In it, and then you were. I think I would have. Think I'd have. No, That'd be worth paying again. the toll for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> straight back on the M6. Hey, double. Get me out of here. And we only know it was a woman because the the guy he was covered. <laughs> it could have only, only have been. I don't it, think he ever came back. Was it either. right? I know it's great. It's graphic. It was, totally was it liquid shit? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, oh, that's a bad. That's I a bad think she'd been forcing it. I mean, we give the guy a free ticket and he never come back. So. Oh, God. Fuck yeah, yeah, that's gonna put you off for life. The hopefully that never happens again. <laughs> Imagine what his therapy bills are like. <laughs> <laughs> this one time, right? I went to the swinging club. God, that's a good story though. Squirt poo all over me. <laughs> It's a good story in like 20 years time, but like in that, do you know, because you'd probably still be able to smell it for at least a month after. Do you know what I mean? Like, oh, at the time, we were, taste it. Was at the time we were gutted because all through lockdown we come up with this event. Mm. It was like the first one. And we I made did up cry and, that night at the end of it. Did you think it was going to ruin its reputation? I was just like, was we've worked so yeah. hard on this and it's literally shit. But I can't just got forgotten about. In, do you know what? It couldn't have been in a much worse <coughs> place as well. Like in, in terms of it being a dark room. Yeah. You know what it's like when you're in there and you fucking you're not seeing thing, anything. But again, you're right about the smell. The smell would have been. I would have been like, someone's off here. I'd have left the room. I've been in quite a lot of rooms where I've been like, the smell of sex in here now is too bad. I need to leave. Yeah. And that's only like two well, or three people. Shall oh, Paul that's what we, when, we, when someone comes to us and said there's a bit of a smell, that's what we thought. It's going to be. Mm. Just a bit I bet you get a bit panicky now, don't you? So I was like the middle of an event where someone's like, oh, okay, the room's not like all oh, that yeah. good. You're just going up like, we fucking like. Oh, someone's going to have yeah. shit. <laughs> shit on the floor. Oh. Code brown. Code brown. <laughs> Code brown. So our cleaners come in and they go, oh, it was stinking that morning. You know, they've finished the event at two and they come in the next day at like six, seven o'clock. Oh, yeah, so it's yeah. been sat. And they just say it stinks all the time. Oh, God. That's a job, that, innit? Yeah. It's, cleaner at a swinging. Do you club. know what though? That like fuck the NHS banging pots and pans for them. Do you know what I mean? Like <laughs> let's give a shout out to fucking sex club cleaners. Do you know what I mean? They're the real heroes. <laughs> the things you would see as well. And in terms of the, day. the weirdest things that you two have done or seen. 
between you. Yeah. So we bought this new book. It's like <laughs> years ago before we come across like you know quality toys. toys. Yeah. Yeah. It's like a bullet. This is like a and on the bullet I had job. like a like a sleeve. So I took the bullet out and I put my finger in it. I was <laughs> poking it up a bum and it shot up. So it was like a like a bit of rubber, like a right. And it I get sh- it. Like that's a fish out. We oh, had, like no. we could had you not to fish it out. Squeeze out. We didn't fish anything out. We we'd not been together that long. No. I legged mm. it to the bathroom. I was like, look away. <laughs> I think we bought one of these packs off Amazon and we get like a load of shit. It's like, like an yeah. interchangeable yeah. thing. Oh no! But it made that noise. It was like. Loop. <laughs> and it just it was gone and I was like oh no I've oh, never panicked so much in my life there's a, uh, that's like, my, in, like in the bathroom on my own bearing down trying to get this thing out oh god I was worried about the, the dildos that ain't got balls on them yeah. and obviously I've seen some really impressive stuff but like I worry like <laughs> at an event if a girl was to ever just lose one up in her and then that, that sheer panic happens because yeah. I've heard the horror stories do you know what I mean but like losing it in your ass is one but like, if it goes up in there and it's in your cooch and you've got to go to hospital, and it's like, well, it was only only last week a friend of ours come up to me and he said he'd put a butt plug in his <laughs> bum at an event. I can't even remember what event it was, but like a week or two ago, and it snapped. It was our obscenity. Oh, obscenity! He put it, it in. It was whilst you were being yeah snapped <laughs> after your scene. I come out the door and he come in panic with half a half a butt plug. So like the, so the, the, little, the little cap on the it's end. It's only a small one, but it's like um, you know, like the T-shaped like balls ones. on top of each other, like a yeah, yeah, yeah. Like right. a one, and like the top half had come off and shot up his bum. Whatever. <laughs> Is he Surely right? you'd be able to pull that out quite easy though. He did get it out. He did get it out. Your body will save you from it, yeah. But when someone's shoving like anything above like twelve inches up them, and it's like How it gets trapped. No, well, it gets trapped. It's That's trapped. what it means. It gets sealed yeah. in the cave like Jesus. Until <laughs> 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 Easter. Until <laughs> Easter, yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Some weird, bit of a weird chocolate egg that in it. Oh, that's what. Do you want to do the next question? So, what's the one thing you'd really like to try that you haven't yet? You've got to have a Mount Everest. We've got a few Mount Everest. We keep adding to that list, to be honest. And it's like, use a well more versus shaggers. Mm-hmm. I think we've done most stuff. I think something you especially want to try is like a CNC blindfold. Yeah. Bang, isn't it? Yeah. Right, okay. I want like a total anonymous Not anonymous bang. where it's just anyone, Not but someone like... Pre-vetted, but like... Chosen by I've, him. Yeah. People I've chosen and mm. then... But um, well, I just don't want to know. I want all my senses taken away, like me. I don't want to hear, I don't want to see them, I don't want to smell them. Yeah, I, think, I think that's the only thing left that we haven't done, isn't it? That you talk about quite I'd a like lot. like to be airtight as well. Yeah. Airtight. Like in a vac bed? Yeah. No. Oh, what do you mean by that? As in three holes blocked. Oh, oh shit. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. That's doable for you, though, isn't it? Yeah. I find we're so busy. You cannot... <laughs> it's hard to fit everything in. <laughs> Everyone else has all the fun. And Babe, we we've got two events How this week. We're not going to get you airtight for a week. I delve into this. How would you do it? So you do DP. One in the bottom, one in the front. Oh, right. Yeah. Okay. One in the mouth. Okay. That's easy. How the fuck did you not put that um, equation together? I am not going to lie. My my brain went something they're, they're very, very different of like sewing yourself shut. That's where my brain just Oh, went. you went to the kinky side of it. I went really... You've yeah. stapled me shut. That, that's probably the thing I want to try most is I, want, I do want to sew a shut. I can't do it at the moment and it's something I want to learn to do. Well, I just don't know if I can. That was Would a side eye situation. I don't know if you can. <laughs> I don't know if you'll let me yet, and I don't know whether. Yeah. I need to build myself up a little bit of needles first to get, you know, you, to get, to get different, halfway through. Uh, and then use different needles. Medical stitching is yeah. like w- mm. probably more 
y- I mean, it's medical training, isn't it? It's like it's not even. It's like up there on the upper echelon. Doesn't lady, lady C teacher. So lady C teacher. Yeah. Like she does it. Yeah. yeah. I want to start with the needles and want to get into that first. Yeah. And when you're comfy with that. To be fair though, like that's easy. It is like start off easy and yeah. then get more. It's, it's more the blood for me because mm. you know I want to make sure I can handle the blood before. Is that? Do you reckon that's what sent you wavy last time? The blood. I still think I wasn't well. <laughs> I'd like to try it again just to. <laughs> like, yeah, no, 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 I get it. I get it. I mean, there was no blood last time, so it couldn't have even been blood. She's Because you didn't take them off. But I wasn't well, was I? So. This is a happy marriage, this. Dude, you can tell this is a okay. happy marriage. Because she's absolutely out in him and he's just like, yeah, whatever. <laughs> we all, all we do is pick her. Yeah. So oh. he met, we've got new cleaners in the club. He met them this morning. I've met them quite a few times. And they said, you're just like opposite chalk and cheese. Uh, hmm? And I was like, yeah. <laughs> he said, do you actually get on, really? And I was like, yeah, but we just communicate, like, you know, like this love-hate. They don't yeah. very argue, just bicker, don't we? That one, isn't most relationships like that, though, aren't they? To be fair. We're, we're like opposites in some ways. In what respect? Well, you're like a <clears throat> greasy old mosher. Greasy old mosher. You're older than me, so you can fucking pipe that one down. And you've, you've slowly started to convert yourself, so you can't say shit. It's because I've got a... Well, well, I had more of a personality. I've got, oh, there you go. Bitchy! <laughs> I'm just gearing you up. That's all I'm doing. I'm just, I'm just... He's trying to turn me into a mosher. It's not, I'm not trying to turn you into shit. My little like, goth girl. It's your thing, innit? Well, Not no. Nothing wrong with that. I've just gone... I used I've... to get called goth Barbie in, in my old job. <laughs> it's a good one to take, to be fair. Yeah, yeah Like That's quite sought after now. That, 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 it's a good title to have. <laughs> uh, whereas I just used to get called, like, B.O. Bowen. <laughs> 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 I didn't even smell. It was just because it was like... You just look like you I smell. just look like a smell. That's the issue. Yeah. Mm. <laughs> clearly not as much as the dark room in town. <laughs> Yeah. All right. Don't let it put you off. No, 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 no. Well, we know it only happened once, so <laughs> it's all right. We hope everyone, <laughs> everyone shits, guys. It's all right. Everyone shits. What common misconceptions have you come across, and and how would you dismiss them? And you can use that for the the kink scene, the swinging scene, or just what you guys present as, and all that type of stuff. Do you know what I mean? I think, like we touched on earlier, people assume swingers is like it's more a free for all. You just shag anyone. Yeah. You know, and mm-hmm. I'm so, so fussy. It's probably why we don't... I mean, we do play a lot, but people would probably think we play a lot more than we do. Mm. We quite often, when we're not working, go to events and, and we don't play, you know. If, yeah. Mm. I wouldn't just want to play just for the sake of... Just for the sake of it, like... You know, I've come out and wasted my time. I'd rather just enjoy the night for what it is and maybe play next time. It's not always... Yeah. People still think you just chuck your keys in the bowl and... Yeah. And that's it, you know. Mm. And that's... A lot of people, not just like one or two, it's a lot of people who still think. And do you think those sorts of like misconceptions are from more of a like a vanilla type of person or would you say that that's from the kink community as well? Coming into a swingers sort of space, I know to, I know what to expect with swingers. I, I fucking love hanging around with swingers. Like I think it's great uh, and I love the crossover events. I think it's a good place. But like, do you think that the, the misconceptions come from both sides of like the vanilla world and the Definitely, kink world? Definitely, I think um, the kinksters. You know, there's there was a thread we were following on Fat Life recently, and it was like, what? You know, why is the bias between each group? Mm. And the amount of comments on there that were just like, oh, there's no consent, there's no, you know, mm. it is a free for all, and it just it blows my mind. Like, 
We I mean, all the... share this same space and it may be different sides of the fence, but it's still the same lifestyle that we're all in. It is. There's a massive crossover, and, isn't there? You know, yeah. I just don't understand how they have so little concept of what actually mm. happens. Some people might have bad experiences. Um, you, you tell them to someone, someone's going to do something about it. If you keep them to yourself, no one can do anything about it. You know, and I think that's why it's important. You know, if you come along and you do have a bad experience to share it and, and maybe the next time you come it'll be different or there's bad experiences on both sides though isn't there yeah many people go into a kink club and have a bad experience yeah. i think you always get bad eggs don't you mm. and no matter what yeah yeah and for something like townhouse to get as established as it is and yeah. like have so many events running and stuff like that it has to go through all of the the stuff of like the buddy system and like putting all the stuff in place of how memberships work and all that type yeah. of stuff mm. it doesn't get as established and as well known as it does and like with such a good reputation without it having that sort of weight behind it yeah mm. do you know what i mean and i imagine over the years have learnt from situations happening so yeah, yeah. we got, we got a lot of regulars who come and, and even they will come and tell you know if they see something that's wrong or something mm. will come and, you know, tell us, don't they? Even if it's just like spidey senses, you know, people get a Some feeling off. of someone. Just keep an eye yeah, on yeah, yeah. a certain person. Exactly. I do find sometimes you might get the old person who comes along with misconception that it, because they bought a ticket, they get to play. Mm. And they're the there's, kind of people who... There's been people message and they're like, well, what does this ticket get me? <gasps> well, get your entry to the event. What the fuck? <laughs> do, I, do I get to fuck you if I buy me tickets? Go like wank in the corner like everyone else does. So I think that's like what annoys me more than anything over because we get thousands of messages and you know I just block them yeah mm, yeah even if, people like that there's no know, I, I could explain like to them but I don't want them to come along so I'd rather just block them and yeah you know if say someone's coming to the club what are the most common like red flags for someone that you just like mm. we don't want them in say it's like a single guy or single girl Use an example of both. If so they've come up to you at the, at the desk and they've, they've not got a membership whatever what are the most common like red flags for you I think the the groups help with this because you get you always get the you know the new guy who's full of himself in the group i'm gonna fuck everyone you know i've got this massive dick i'm oh, gonna be no. the best you've ever had and he sits in the corner and yeah. he doesn't talk to anyone guaranteed they're always the person sat in the corner won't speak to anyone and they'll leave and they say oh that was shit mm-hmm. like it wasn't shit your shit yeah yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. yeah yeah wow i think that's the biggest red flag it's the person with the biggest mouth beforehand is the quietest yeah. little mouse. What about they? with girls though? Because obviously guys get a really bad rep, kind yeah. of justifiable in a lot of cases. But what about girls, single girls? I think some of them you can see, you know, they come in and specifically a townhouse, it's a club for everyone. Mm. Like, it doesn't matter your shape, your size, your colour, anything. Everyone's welcome. Mm-hmm. You do get the occasional person who's like looking down the nose at everyone mm. think they're the hottest yeah. thing in the room like a bit yeah. prissy yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah yeah and you know beautiful people are everywhere but the people who assume they're the most beautiful in the room that's the really you know, good one we, we mm. don't do egos so yeah if you've got a massive ego and that's, everyone can see it it's it's funny you say that because that's one of my main problems with like the kink spaces yeah mm. um i've noticed that like the there's a certain type of i take the piss out of it all the time i call it like a suit and tie dom it's like your typical guy who's been doing the same kind of kink for years and they yeah. think they're hot as shit and whatever. And they look down on like guys like me doing the type of play that I like to yeah. do. But it's a, exactly the same mentality. It's like mm. they're looking at me, judging my appearance, judging the way that I yeah. play and that sort of thing. It's it's fucking stupid because we're all dirty bastards just trying to get yeah. up to some fucking mischief. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. But like, 
uh, that I, I would have thought that to be the case for girls as well because mm. I've seen it. I've seen it at events where yeah. a girl will be looking at another girl like in a shitty way. It's like it's not fucking high school. Grow yeah. up. Do yeah. you know what I mean? Mm. You got to go get fingered in a room in a minute. Shut up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think because we are so welcoming to everyone, it, it you spot it immediately when the people who are the judgy types, mm. you know, or you get the people who come along and you can just tell they're there because they're going to try the swingers club to see yeah. what it's like, but they're not actually really from this lifestyle yeah yeah so they're probably not even buying into it it's probably just like oh that one time when i went to swingers clubs they can tell people about it yeah Mm -hmm. yeah and what advice would you give to a couple who've just started getting into this uh if they come up to you pulled you to the side at an event and they're like we want to play we want to we want to do all this and both of them are showing interest what advice would you give them just to take it easy don't jump in head first because i think that's the the major head a lot of people fall out because they go head first and and one of them doesn't enjoy what they've done. Oh fuck yeah! So yeah, you kind of yeah. start off, start off slowly, have a talk about it. Yeah, and gradually just build up, like we did. It's definitely communication. I think they need to sound like me, Nancy. It's yeah, my favorite word on so, this podcast. So every time, like communication. at the beginning when we went, kind of every time we go, we speak about the experience afterwards. Yeah, mm-hmm. you know, either we like this or we didn't like that. And then the next time we went, you know, we kind of took that on board with me, and then just yeah, kind of done that every time we went. Yeah, until we got to. Where we are now. I think with everything, you need to respect your partner before. Oh, for sure. You know, before yeah, yeah. you're not looking for someone extra because you're not happy with what you've got. And if that's the reason why you're going, you probably <clears> shouldn't <throat> be going at yeah. all. You mm. know, I know my bread's bus is at home. Yeah. And that's, yeah. that's what I'm going home to. And that's what I want. To Even if you send to. a picture with six dicks in your mouth. Especially then. <laughs> <laughs> I'm really looking forward to going home. Yeah. Then yeah, and yeah. Telling you know what's going. Yeah. yeah. Um, <laughs> But I think if people don't respect their own relationship first, it, it's not going to end well. We've said this when like, we, we've done this, like when we want to play with someone else, it's like we have a full conversation about how that's going to go. Do we like the person? Are we in the right mindset? Do you know what I mean? And like, I know in the swinging world, that's probably a, a more regular conversation. Mm-hmm. Like, because obviously you play more often with more people yeah. and whatever. But like, I've seen so many couples where just like, and I've, some of my mates, like Neil and mates, have just been like, we want to get someone else involved. But and I'm like, mm-hmm. hey, he's on the way out. Do you know what, like, I've, I've said it in the back of my head because I'm like, he won't fucking entertain this any other way. Yeah. So, like, I, he's like on the way, oh, yeah, we've been arguing a little bit. We're trying to, and, and then it's that's how it all comes out, then, doesn't it? Yeah. It's on the other, other like, extreme side of, oh, let's have a baby. Oh, fuck yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's have a baby. Let me get gaped out on a Tuesday by six guys. <laughs> like, yeah, babe. Sounds good. <laughs> okay. Uh, final question, actually, and then we're going to go on to Kinky Confessions is, um, how do you feel about uh, swinging becoming more mainstream with kind of TikTok and so on? That's kind of like growing it. Um, and do you think it's going to have an adverse effect in any First way? First off, have you seen Swinger Talk? Yeah. No. <laughs> no, I'm not on TikTok. Oh mm. my fucking God. <laughs> Said, <clears throat> right. I know nothing about the world. I know you've got weird plants in your garden and you love pineapples and you shag everyone, right? But <laughs> Upside down. Talk pineapple. about misconceptions. <laughs> right. <laughs> right there. However... Swinger talk to me is like I my my algorithm has learnt me very quickly. Right, <laughs> swinger talk is fascinating to me because the people on there are presenting it as if it's like a fucking like a, a like a day to day hobby. Yeah. 
But it's like, so there's a there's a specific person who I don't know if we can mention it because we might be having him as a guest. Yeah. So don't slag him off. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm, I'm fascinated with their videos because it's like, uh, here's what I'm wearing tonight for some event, da, 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 and here's what I would do when I get to the club. And then there's like a whole procedure. It's like a day in the life. Day in the life sort of thing. And then it's like the next video is just like them dancing on TikTok. And I'm like, you can't, you, you can't be that drastic. Yes, you, you know? can. No, you can't. No, you fucking... <laughs> you, 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 you've presented and everything's tag swinger talk, even the dancing videos. If this <laughs> yeah. person comes on, I'm calling them out on it. But you, it, you, know, you will know this person because I think they're like the most famous UK person. I already have a feeling I know who you mean. Yeah, it's, a, yeah. it's a lady. Yeah. 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 And I was, I, was like, I was so confused. And then there's one on there where she's at like a wedding. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? And I'm just... It's like, life though, isn't it? Yeah, it is, it is. And it, you know what? I, more power. As yeah. of, as of, that's my I mean, I, I had a TikTok and it got banned. I'm totally lost there. Really? I, I just, I'm on social media all day, every day. I've never had this swing talk. Oh, you're going to open up a fucking Pandora's box Shut here for yourself. hashtag on TikTok. Oh, I don't know. How to use it, Nancy. Tonight, show him some of the oh, <clears throat> some of it because there's, there's some funny examples on there as well. There's like clearly like older swinger couples as well that have mm. just been given a phone off like their grandkids, right? <laughs> and it's like it's so like they put like cheesy music to it and stuff like that. And like, hi, this my name's Harold, and you know we're gonna have some fun tonight. And they've got like <laughs> four guys with him and his wife, and it's just like this, this, this is it's like it's almost like a sitcom. In my respect, because it's like, it's great that you're doing that, but it's funny that you're putting it on TikTok. Yeah. I don't understand, yeah. like, this app that's for teenagers to do dances. Like, you're like... It's not that anymore, though, is it? Well, no, a, no, I'm taking the There's pace. a massive audience on there. We use yeah. it. We have a townhouse account. Oh, yeah. shit. I so, didn't even know. Yeah, yeah I, we, know. Um, I use it on the townhouse account to advertise events yeah. and stuff. Mm. And you'd be surprised, the audience on there that you get. How, why did your phone get banned? You said you had one, got banned. Nudity. Same reason we've had 16 Instagram accounts banned. Oh, fuck off, no scared way. Scared of a bit of cleavage or... Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Every video we've put up on TikTok so far promoting this podcast has been taken down and I'd have appealed it and they yeah. put it back on. Violations. Yeah, yeah. I think one Everyone. we've got now is the longest we've ever had. Touch wood. Touch wood. <laughs> yeah, let's not jinx it's that. That's the problem that got you in there in the first place, touching <laughs> yeah. too much wood. That's the issue. There's never too much wood. <laughs> so, taking it back to the question, because we, we definitely went off it there. So, how do you feel about swinging becoming more mainstream? I think it's brilliant. Mm. Like, mm. you know, when we first got outed, from that moment on, we've always been so open about it. And my previous job before working for Townhouse Now was <clears> in a solicitor's, and they were, you know, some of the most straight-laced or boring people. Yeah. Mm. But everyone was so intrigued. Like, you know, people want to know about it. And they weren't judgy people. It was, like, genuine mm. interest. And I think the more that people say about it, they know that it's not just old people. It's not keys in a bowl. It's not all these things that yeah. we talked about mm. that it, people assume that it is. It's not some brothel. And people go, oh, that place, you know, that club, isn't that a brothel now? <laughs> See, but I, it's I like think education I love it during lockdown like we kind of kept our stuff going our online stuff and when the club reopened after lockdown so many people vanilla people came to the club you know, right like, on it being new from Instagram and things like that I think the whole demographic massively... changed I think yeah. from being an age like range of like 30 to, to 50 like, to it's like a 20 lot to younger. 30s. Do you think TikTok and everything yeah. around lockdown made that happen? I think the fact that it's all over social media I think the definitely more, like, When we first started out, I think 90% of people kept the face hidden. Whereas now, I think most people have it out. And I think that yeah. helps yeah. people, you know, know that it's, there's nothing wrong with it. And 
me coming back to the scene, of. I thought the same thing. Like more people are uh, open yeah. now, which yeah. is like, but, but back then was like there was pseudonyms. It was all like whatever, but like it was <laughs> I'm the bad example of in this room. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very different for your situation, though, isn't it? But like, no, not really. Uh, I'm just too. I'm not there yet. I'm not prepared for everyone to know. Yeah, yeah. get there one day, probably. Yeah, mm. and having a really, really famous podcast doesn't really help, does it? I suppose in that respect. I mean, if we hadn't got thinking. outed, I don't think I'd have told anyone. Brick mm. just done me a favour and, you know... Forced your hand a little bit. I think at this point yeah. now we would have. Not intentionally, it probably would have happened at some point, but... Working in solicitor's <laughs> office, though, in my, in my opinion, from the people that I saw at private events, like, that were paying a lot of money to go to, they're the dirtiest fuckers. It's like, it's people mm. in high-power jobs that are going to these places, yeah. Yeah. trying to be anonymous, yeah. and then end mm-hmm. up, you know, doing what they're doing, and you, they kind of keep those lives separate. But, yeah. like, obviously, you know what I mean? Like, now the world's sort of more open in that respect. Mm. Like, we'll fucking go out and just... Do what you're doing, and then just tell your wife that you I mean, like doing that. On the all weekend. this time later, I've never really bumped into anyone we knew until until we done drag tastic <laughs> last year, and she persuaded me to dress up, and then someone from school walked through the door. No, no way! Oh, that's so that was funny. the first time ever. That's funny that that's happened. And you're doing it in your local area as well, aren't yeah. you? So that's like, like you know we've been coming years at this point, and I've never seen anyone I knew. Wow. This one time. Well, I did. I knew. Another host at the club. Wow. Didn't have a clue. We used to work together. And then we walked in and it was New Year's Eve. Yeah. And I was like, oh my God, he's at the bar. Oh, fuck. And I was like, no, not him. Was it awkward or? No, because we were both there for the same reason. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. Really doesn't bother me, but it was just a, a surprise because he was the last person I'd expect to be in there. I think well, most people say that the when they find out somebody's into this, yeah. don't they? We never thought you were into that. Yeah. yeah. I've got like a counter question to the mainstream stuff. Can you see any potential problems coming from like the swinging scene becoming more mainstream? At the moment, anyway, it's just more positive. I think more and more people are coming along. I think events are more busy, are busier now than they've ever have been before. Yeah. Um, it's just nice to see so many new faces and people, especially younger people who, who are coming along and giving it a go. Yeah. Um, We've got an event that's basically just for for the younger crowd, and it's busier than ever. You know, with new faces and just nice to see. Which events that? Just so you know. Um, sorry, I forgot my own events. <laughs> it's called Allah Thirty Nine Under. Allah. Yeah. 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 Right, he's gonna love this bit. Kinky confession time. So we have people write in stories, <coughs> questions, anything that they want to, they want us to read out, and then we react to them. So. All three of you listen to it blind, obviously. I'm the only one that's read it. And then, yeah, just give us your reactions. So, starting off with the first story. Uh, I've got a title on this one. They went in. Another man aggressively face-fucked my wife, slapped her face and then came on her face. How would you feel? Does this come from you? <laughs> <laughs> How would you feel? Some of them not to you. Yeah, proud. Maybe enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> right, let me, let me tell the story and we'll see what you think then. So my wife and I have been married for eight years and have been in the swinging scene since our 20s. I'll start off by saying we have a very healthy and loving relationship and share the same attitude about sex. We usually play together but have no issue with each other playing alone either. We trust each other and support each other 100%. One of the guys my wife frequently have sex with is one of her good friends who we've both known for many years. He's been having sex with her since early college days. Personally, I think he's He's actually pretty cool and just a good guy in general. 
A few weeks ago, I was away and my wife went to his place to have sex, which I thought was great because at least she wouldn't be home bored all weekend while I'm away with my friends. When I got back, we were talking about each other's weekends and she was like, oh my God, babe, you have to see how hot this video is. She showed me the video and it was her on her knees being aggressively face foot. And then he slapped her in the face hard, like really hard, like something you'd see in a movie and then comes on her face. At the end of the video, after a few seconds of silence, they both burst out laughing. Now, I know my wife is into rough sex, and one of the things she's always told me is she wants me to be rougher with her. I never knew she meant that rough. When she showed me the video, she was so into it that I think I started to feed off her hype and thought it was so hot too. I showed the video to one of my friends, with my wife's permission, of course, who knows what we're into. The conversation did not go how I expected to. Me. Dude, you got to see how hot she looks in this video shows video friend bro what the fuck that dude just slaps your woman me uh yeah she likes rough sex friend that's like the most disrespectful shit you can do to a woman how are you not furious right now this dude is straight up being disrespectful to you on purpose you let another man face foot your wife and slap her in the face not only that he came on your wife's face now i'll admit when you say it like that it sounds really bad at first i didn't think anything of it because my wife really seems to enjoy herself not to mention they both burst out hysterically laughing at the end Mm. however since the conversation with a friend i can't stop thinking about what he said and the more and more i think about it the more i feel like i agree with him thoughts i'm interested in your perspective on this i mean to me it sounds like something i'd enjoy (laughs) (laughs) i think if, if it's something you wanted to do i wouldn't have a problem with it but i can understand why someone who wasn't on the scene would see, yeah, you know, yeah. I think yeah. it's I hard. Think some to... of the stuff we got up to, I think, if, if <laughs> you know, vanilla people seeing what we got up to, they wouldn't mm. be impressed. It's hard to understand people's dynamic, isn't it? Yeah, you know, who's someone else to to question how he how he should feel about it. I think people see what we do. I think they'd be disgusted. But then it's interesting that he's letting that affect his initial response to it. It's changed his perspective. Yeah, Mm. or it's maybe changing his perspective because clearly he was completely happy with this dynamic before, right? And then what happens there is he's shown it to someone who's a bit more niller, I'm guessing, because it's sort of like not a nice response to get off someone. It's it's maybe he's like oh fuck maybe there is a problem mm. with that but it's kind of going with society standards. I think you've yeah, 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 yeah. I think you've just got to be confident that what you are doing, you're all comfortable with, mm. and not just going along with something or for someone else's benefit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it for you. If, you, if you're both comfortable with it, then up to you. It's isn't your it? relationship, it's your relationship. Do it, do it mm. makes you happy. Exactly. Yeah, and obviously, if if he's aware there, as well. do you know what I think? The, I think what the issue is there is it, it's the insecurity of her asking him that she, she wants him to be rougher. That's in the I back of it. That it's point. in the back of his mind, yeah, yeah. right? And then she's gone yeah. somewhere else. He's mm. fully, you know, beat the piss out of her, and mm-hmm. she's laughing about it. And then mm. it, now maybe he feels insecure about what he can provide for her. Yeah, I think that's a really good observation. That's uh, that's mm. my perspective on it because, like, the the last thing I suppose in that respect is they're, as you said, they're in a relationship. The last thing you would ever want, though, is that then she's getting more out of somebody else mm. that she can't just get at home. Because the the idea in my eyes is there that like they're supposed to enhance that. If he's not putting any gateways in place for her to go away and play and yeah. do whatever she's doing, I would feel insecure in my mm. mind if like you was into something like that. Say obviously CNC, I do it one way, and then you go and play with someone else, mm. right? And they and then you're like, I want you to do it like them. Then it's more of like a oh fuck, right? That's a bit. Yeah, I get that. That's what's in the back of my mind there. Yeah, I, th- I think this is why if you're a couple. You've got to feel secure in yourself and mm. oh, fuck yeah. know what, yeah, yeah. 
what you can provide before you let your wife go and do these things. Because you do see it all the time where, you know, maybe that is a reason that they do fall out. Yeah. You see a couple come along and maybe at the end of the night they are arguing a little bit because one's done something and... Like and you the enjoyed that too much. Yeah. We've seen that mm. at events. Do you know what I mean? We've seen like, uh, mm. you know, c- clearly uh, in the perspective that I've saw it, a girl who thought that he was comfortable seeing their partner do something with another girl or another yeah. play partner and then being really ratty with them. I'm talking about a, oh, a, a very specific yeah, example yeah, yeah. there. But yeah. um, uh, it's it's clearly like a an insecurity thing, isn't it? Yeah. It's, yeah. it's a doubt. But if even if there's a doubt there in my mind, for this person's benefit who sent this in to mm. us, um, I think it's, again, I would get, I would say communication. <laughs> oh my God, you turned into me. Communication. <laughs> <laughs> my boyfriend's a mosher. <laughs> <laughs> no yeah I agree and and go back to how you originally felt about it don't let your vanilla friend change your mind yeah. if that is is how you felt about it in the yeah. first place it's the reason why they're vanilla I think a lot of, yeah. a lot of vanilla people would have the same the same view on it um, my mates don't would. get mm. my shit at all no, I like, think my friends all. would have the same view yeah. yeah they don't understand it they question yeah. me all the time why do you like doing that what about it specifically and even explain the like but I still don't get it and it's like yeah. I can't you're never going to get it even myself Six years ago, I thought, looking at myself now, why why did you do this or why did you do that? Yeah. You know? Mm. But I think you just chase, once you've done something, you've got to chase the next thing. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. That's yeah. why it gets, you know. It's worse than smack. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> smack my bitch up. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, uh, second story we've got. This has actually been sent in from Jake's friends. Uh, friends, one, not yeah, plural. One. Um so I'm a close friend of Jake's, but I will not identify myself. So please keep me anonymous. So we will do. Um, myself and my partner have been together for just under three years. Sexually, I would say we are very much both on par. Experience-wise, we have both been with the same amount of people. However, a couple of times when my partner has been drunk, she has expressed interest in some kinks that I do not have any experience in myself. For example, humiliation, kinks, collaring, caging and orgasm denial. My fear is this is something she has done with a previous partner and is trying to vicariously live through me again because she cannot express interest in it when sober when I've tried to speak to her about it. For reference, in the past, I have done some DS play, but I wouldn't consider myself to be a kinky person. So this brings up a major insecurity within me as to what to do with this situation, because I feel like if I express some of the kinks I have, I would be met with a hostile response. Some of the kinks would include public sex, swinging and service degradation. What should I do about all of this? I think going to things like the munch, you know, when you're surrounded by people who are in the same mindset as you, she might not want to open up to her partner because if she hasn't had a drink, she might be a bit embarrassed. Mm. Mm -hmm. But if you're surrounded by a group of people, sometimes it's easier to have that conversation, not directly with your partner, but, you know, I think in the early days, I found it easier to bring something up that wants to try by going to the club, going to an event and seeing something and then just saying, I like that. Yeah, Yeah, what do you think about that? Mm. Yeah. To lead the witness here a little bit, I know this question. I know the person who sent it. If they wasn't the type of people to go to events, yeah, they're both dirty fuckers in their own respect. Like whatever they do behind closed doors, whatever they're not, they're not the type of people that are going to go to yeah. lunches and events and stuff like that. The sort of like kindling that sets the the petrol off there for me is the fear that this is something that she's vicariously living from a previous partner, yeah. mm. right? So I know that they're happy at every aspect otherwise, right? But 
if he's got a again a doubt or a fear around wanting to entertain some of this stuff yeah. because it's like am I doing it because you're getting off on the idea of someone else did it to you mm. that's where my concern starts, mm. starts coming again I'll use your big C word communication <laughs> is, is the first point here but you two might have a very different perspective on like how they should handle it or I mean, if you I, can't go to those events and stuff like that do you know what I mean it's just a straightforward question isn't it I think he needs to ask that question is this the reason why yeah and it's either a yes or a no she doesn't need to have a full conversation about you know the details but mm. Mm. if that's his insecurity then I think he needs an answer because those are not mm. entry level kinks by any respect you know what I mean like you would, you might expect a little bit of impact you might expect yeah. a little bit of restraint stuff and stuff like that but that, mm. that's quite advanced in terms of like you know being a bit drunk and going oh I want you to deny, deny my orgasms or you know I want you to cage me and collar me and the, that whole side it's, quite, it's yeah. fucking it's like do you know it. what I mean it's like it's not it's not something that like a nilla what you would expect like a nilla girlfriend to just like pop out and say mm, let's just try this yeah, yeah, yeah it's not a le- yeah. it's not an Ann Summers yeah. yeah do you know what I mean <laughs> what I find interesting though is at the bottom where he's put I feel like if I discuss my kinks I'd be met with a hostile response that's a good point like why do you think that would be it's quite surprising I think the insecurity caused by what she said being drunk, you might have a very similar point on this, has then caused him to be like, well, if I said that I wanted to fucking get into swinging, yeah. she'd be like, fuck no. Yeah. And then, then the, the, How the, does he know that? I See, can't really speak mm. for that. I think one of the things we used to do is go on, we used to go online and look at fantasies online and kind of, you know, I, I'd say, you know, do you like the look of that or do you like the look of oh, this? Oh, that's good. And, you know, sometimes she'd say no or yeah, and then we'd look more into it and then we'd maybe look at, doing it you know yeah we still how do deep into porn hub are you yeah, 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 yeah. Page <laughs> watching porn together is a really good way to realise yeah. what like somebody might be into but we, all, we still do that now don't we look at like yeah. online fantasies and things and think mm. you know because we're always looking for something new to oh, try fuck, yeah, yeah yeah for sure um, and that's always done us good the, the, there always needs to be some sort of stimulation there even in a nilla relationship in my mind mm. and like obviously couples nilla couples now are getting really good at talking about what kind of porn they're into and that sort of thing and, yeah. and, and nilla girls especially are getting really fucking good at speaking about like the shit that they're into fucking mm. hats off to these girls like <laughs> but like I think in the in the male department there's probably a bit of a gap still there where like you couldn't tell like I know a lot of my mates couldn't tell their girlfriends what kind of porn they're watching do you see what I'm saying? Because it's terrible. Yeah, because all the, you know, so it's like Jake, Jake likes CNC and he's shown me a few videos, and then all of a sudden, like he's, he's upstairs watching, you know, someone getting strangled in a barn and bummed. <laughs> <laughs> and he's like, his girlfriend's downstairs making hot cross buns. Yeah. Like, what are you watching, babe? Maybe like ease them in. This is the thing, though. Like, so the the conundrum here is that they clearly need to have a conversation, right? Because yeah. she's got one sort of thing that she only expresses when she's drunk, sober, what is it? Drunk lips tell sober truth, so whatever it is. Oh, yeah. And then he's got this conundrum where he's got his own fantasies, and then what I would say is they maybe need to put sort of like a mediation in place, like what you was talking about yeah. there, where you just sit together one night a week or whatever, you get a bit sexy, you do something, whatever, even on the vanilla side of things, light a few candles and whatever. <laughs> do you know what I mean, right? Run a bath. Run a bath. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, and then just be like, okay, let's like pick three things, like put your things in a, I would say in like a bowl or some shit like that. <laughs> Not the keys in a bowl, no, right? right? <laughs> or you write, write a fantasy that you've got on a yeah. piece of paper, right? Put it in a bowl and then you pick, go on a porn site and like you into this. 
And then, yeah, that's something that was in the back of my head then, because then mm. it's there's like a game element to it, then, isn't there? You know, yeah. like those fucking Kama Sutra and, books, everyone gets. Yeah, and then be open and, and hear them out when they start talking about yeah, what, yeah, yeah. what they actually are like. You know, it doesn't mean you have to agree and, want, and say, I'm okay, we'll do it because you want to do it. Just hear them out. Yeah. That's in this perspective thing. as well, and I know this is quite common, their power dynamic is very similar. It's not like he could say, babe, I want you to do this. And in some cases in a relationship, usually the lad leads the girl to be more into kink, right? In mm. in my experiences in the past Generally. and people with it we know, their power dynamic is very similar. So I would say for when this person listens to this, <laughs> make sure that it's on an even playing field mm-hmm. so that there's no like threat of like, I'm making you do this or mm. I want you to do this because this is going to get me off. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. We kind of like, sometimes we'll have a night where we play all night and, and we we have a chat and you kind of open up a little bit more then. Yeah. 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 Once you're in the mood. Post sex. kind of just comes out a bit easier. You're more honest. Yeah. Post not clarity. <laughs> no, I'm, I'm just ready for bed then. But... Ready for bed. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. I think that wraps it up then. That's... So... Do you guys want to want to plug your socials and so on? So it's the Sex Pistols underscore Thanos. We're on most platforms as the Sex Pistols. So on, on Fat Life with the Sex Pistols, Nancy's got a separate account to serve by, um, which is Psychopath Sid and Nancy Townhouse. Yep. Got any events that you want to plug coming up? So our next our next one is a big one. We've got, obviously, Eurovision's coming to Liverpool. Oh, right. yeah. Okay. yeah, yeah. It happens to be on the same night as our Pure. Okay. Which is, like, the biggest party. So we're doing Pure Vision. That's oh, funny. my God. And That's that is from so 8 I, until 6. I'm actually fuming that this is a thing because I, I hate Eurovision. <laughs> <laughs> so, like, Pure is the biggest party. Um, it's always sold out and at capacity it's a big event yeah and we had to incorporate it because it was you know it's a big mm. thing coming to Liverpool it's a waste if we don't um, yeah. Yeah. You know, yeah yeah, waste opportunity so we've had to incorporate it I still think it's going to be a good night it's going to be 8 or 6 in the morning which is the oh, bit nice. difference there's an all night yeah. yeah what are you doing that's Eurovision-y about it anything so we're going to be showing bits of Eurovision right um, that's funny have some little games and stuff we normally have pure games but we're gonna mix it up a little bit. Okay. So pure's the, the like the, for swinging nights. That's the filthiest night you'll ever you'll ever go to. Oh really? <laughs> yeah. So we're still planning on keeping it the same. But, but everyone's like, dressed up as like individual countries. <laughs> so it's a, it's a media dress down for pure. So people get in, get the clothes off. So you, at, they're at fucking pure, in the queue. There's people fucking, fucking in the, the queue bar. and at the bar within it's, the first five minutes. Yeah. Jesus. Um, you actually need to go to an event. Yeah. Like this, that's like need to witness it. And then in June we have obscenity, which is. Still full on like a pure, but it's got kink as well. Yeah, um, and also we have a law which is under thirty nines, which is the week after. Okay, so you can't go to many more of those. Oh, oh no! Is that I'm only thirty six online. That's all that matters. That's all that matters. Oh well, thank you so much for coming on, guys. Yeah, cheers, thank guys. you. Really appreciate it. It's been awesome. If you'd like to submit a kinky confession, please send in your stories, questions and confessions to whipsandgigglespodcast at gmail.com. If you feel like you'd be a good guest, please reach out to us on whipsandgigglespodcast at gmail.com. Subscribe to our socials, our Instagram and our TikTok. Follow us on Spotify and Apple Podcasts. And please leave us a rating and review. We would appreciate it. Thanks very much, guys. Toodle pip.